Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Well, God bless you, everybody. Good to see you all. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I apologize that we haven't been doing these quite as frequently lately, but Kristen and I are going to be married soon. Actually, by the time you guys see this, we'll be getting married this week. As we film this, we're seven days away. So we're exactly like one week from getting married. And actually, uh, it, almost like down to the minute, basically. Uh, so obviously, there's been a lot of preparation for us in our end. And we've been focusing a lot on that, getting our house ready and everything. But don't worry about that. We do plan to continue to do these regularly. And in fact, even more regularly than we've been doing. And we have a few different ideas of ways we're going to expand things, maybe even starting devotionals on a, a pretty regular basis. So obviously, those of you who watch the show, you know how it goes. Kristen's going to pray for everybody in a moment. And we're also going to pray for people who specifically sent us prayer requests. But before we do that, I want to just talk to you for a few minutes about something that's been on my mind lately. And I think it's something that we've all experienced. And that's when we come up against an insurmountable obstacle, which by itself is bad enough. But a lot of times it happens when we feel like we did the right thing by leaving something else behind, by stepping out in faith because we thought God was leading us to do that. And we've done everything right. We've stepped on all the right places. We followed God. We've done our best to listen to his voice and, and do what we thought was right. And then we get to an obstacle. Now, sometimes you get to an obstacle because you've just not been living life the right way. And that's understandable, right? That's its own issue and you go to God with that. But when you've already gone to God and you feel like he's led you up against a wall, well, that can be rather disconcerting, can it? And in fact, Chris and I, the reason I'm preaching about this is Chris and I went through something similar where, you know, for the longest time we prayed to meet each other. We were both single. She was 30. I was 40. And we we're both waiting for the right person. And we prayed and prayed and prayed. God, send me the right person. And finally, she came along and I came in on my white horse with my shining armor and everything like that. And we did everything right. We did everything right leading up to meeting each other. We've done everything right uh, during our, our dating relationship and in our engagement and everything. And we're about to get married and we're saying to ourselves, how in the heck is this going to, not so much how is the marriage going to work, but just logistically. Like we know we love each other. We know that part, that's the easy part. But then when you start talking about marriage, there's certain logistical things like scheduling. You know, I work a lot at my law firm. Okay. I work a ton. And Kristen's got her own uh, entrepreneur business where she's, you know, she's a singer. She's a performer and her family and her perform up here. And we live about, you know, our, the house we bought is about an hour and a half away. And so this question is, well, how is it that our schedule is going to work out? And, and it at times looks insurmountable. I, I say to myself, you know, I, I work maybe sometimes 50, 60 hours a week. How is this going to happen? And it's just like, well, we've done everything right. And why is it that God has brought us this place where now either my business is going to suffer or her interests are going to suffer or the marriage suffers? That just makes no sense. And we actually see this in the Bible, believe it or not. Okay, we see it in the Bible with the story of the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. And you all know the story, right? That, that the Israelites were slaves in Egypt and Moses came and said, let my people go. And God sent all these different 
different ailments to the, to the Egyptians. You know, he sent, what was it, frogs, he sent locusts, he actually even killed their firstborn at some point. He sent, you know, he turned all their water into blood and everything. And he, he forced the Egyptians to let the Israelites go. And they follow Moses and they get to the Red Sea and, and God parts the water and they cross the water and Pharaoh's army is destroyed, right? That's the story that you know. But a lot of detail is being left out of that, okay? What actually winds up happening is, yes, okay, God sends all of those different hardships on the Egyptians to force the Egyptians to let the Israelites go. And they're leaving slavery after 400 years. They've been praying, God, let us let us out of slavery. Just like for so long, Krista and I were praying, God, I'm in this wilderness place. You know, help me find the right person. Or maybe you, maybe you pray, God, I'm in this terrible job. Help me find a better job. Help me be promoted. You know, help me get into that college I've tried to get into, that sort of thing. You're in this place of lack, okay? And you're praying to God to get you out of it. And he leads you out of it. And what happens with the Israelites? They come up against the Red Sea, which they had to have known they were headed toward because there's nothing else to the east of where they were going. And they get to the Red Sea. And now Pharaoh has decided to follow behind them. And now their faith begins to wane. Now they've got that insurmountable obstacle they can't pass. And what is it they say? Well, they don't act in faith at first. Actually, what they say to Moses is, were there not enough graves in Egypt that you had to bring us all the way out here to die? They said, we didn't actually ask you to lead us out of here in the first place. They actually said that. They said, we didn't ask you to lead us out here. We should have stayed back in Egypt. We were better off as slaves. In fact, it's right here in, in Exodus 14, uh, chapter 10. It says, the Israelites were frightened. They complained to Moses, wasn't there enough room in Egypt to bury us? Is that why you brought, brought us out here to die in the desert? Why'd you bring us out of Egypt anyway? Right, because, you know, they had only been praying about this for 400 years. Why'd you bring us out of Egypt anyway? While we were there, didn't we tell you to leave us alone? We'd rather be slaves in Egypt than die in the desert. You know how many times I've heard similar things to that? Okay, women who, who are in an abusive relationship, for example, and they leave that guy and now they can't find someone else. And they say, oh, I wish I was still with him. Why? He was abusive. He was mean to you. He was lazy. He sat around the house all day and played video games. Sorry if I'm hitting too close to home for somebody. Maybe he looked at pornography. He didn't treat you well. Yeah, but at least then I wasn't lonely. Okay, really. Here's what God winds up saying, by the way. Moses is calling out to God for a solution. And God actually, this is very weird because God doesn't say, Okay, I got, I got this software. He actually says, why do you keep calling out to me for help? Okay, why do you keep calling out to me for help? Tell the Israelites to move forward. Stretch out your stick over the sea, then the water will open up. What he's really saying is not just stretch out your stick, because it's not a magic stick. He's saying stretch out your faith. That's the goal here. When you followed God this far, when you've seen all the miracles, and that's what always struck me as weird about the, Egypt, about the Israelites. It's one thing to, to have an army following you and you can't cross this body of water. But they've seen all the miracles, and they absolutely did pray to be let out, despite what they're saying here, right? They're trying to act like they didn't ask to, to leave slavery. Of course you did. You prayed about it, and you saw all the miracles that God did, including leading you that far. Remember how he did that? There was a pillar of smoke by day they had to follow, and then a, 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 a tower of fire by night for them to follow, with the angel of the Lord actually leading them. Okay, so they saw God's supernatural power. They saw the miracles, just like in Christ and, and, and my life. We saw the miracle of God bringing us together. We saw how he kept us together. He saw how the, the things that affected other couples 
that we saw that that didn't that didn't affect us. We saw how we were able to buy a house while everybody else is having the greatest difficulty in the world buying a house and how the house we got is the one that everybody else in the neighborhood wanted for their kids to buy, by the way. We saw all the miracles. When you've seen all the miracles, you got to know God did not bring you this far to leave you or forsake you. In fact, what he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. When you get to that point, understand, yes, it's great that you followed God this far in faith, but now you have to stretch out your faith. God, thank you for bringing me out of that abusive relationship. And now I thank you that you've got the right person for me. God, thank you for leading me away from that other job. And now I thank you that you're gonna cause my business to prosper. Or I thank you that I'm gonna get that promotion. God, thank you that after all these years of praying, I got into that school finally. Now thank you that you didn't bring me here to fail all my classes, that sort of thing. God, thank you for that amazing house you got us. And now thank you, God, I know that you wouldn't have given me that house if you weren't also going to provide for the mortgage payments, if you weren't also going to provide for the property taxes. God, thank you. Even sometimes it's hard. Listen, guys, I used to, I had a job as, as a prosecutor and I hated that job and I wanted God to, to bring me out of it. And, and my boss and I just didn't get along. It was a very, very political situation and, and he just, uh, the less said about it, the better. And, and one day, he had just, I had had enough of him. I cleaned my stuff out and he had had enough of me. And, and he just said, you know, it's time for you to resign. And I did. And when it happened, it was like the worst thing. And instead of me saying, God, thank you for pulling me out of there. I was saying to myself, God, what am I going to do now? Oh my goodness, this is the worst thing. And I remember one of my friends, uh, a, a good judge, and he was a, a very devout Catholic who said, Jordan, that was just God saving you from a burning building. And what you have to do in that situation, yeah, the enemy wants you to look at what you've lost and almost wish you had never left that place. But in that situation, it's it's not, oh God, why did I lose that job? It's, it's God, thank you for pulling me out of that situation and thank you that you have something even better for me. Thank you for pulling me out of that terrible, abusive relationship and thank you that you've got the right person for me, okay? Thank you for pulling me out of that other neighborhood. Thank you for bringing me into this one, putting me into this better school, whatever your situation is, okay, guys? When you hit that obstacle, don't think that, that oh, this God stuff, I guess it doesn't work, right? It's very easy to believe in God when things are going well and then all of a sudden one thing happens and it's like, oh, that's the end of it, forget it. No, that's when you have to push through, okay? I've studied lots of people, guys, trust me. And what all successful people have in common is perseverance, it's the pushing through. And so just as God said to Moses, when you get to this point, stretch out your arms, stretch out your staff, Guys, when you get to that point, just stretch out your faith, stretch it out even further and say, God, I know you brought me here for a reason and I thank you, you're bringing me across that obstacle and the person who I'm gonna be on the other side of that obstacle is greater than the person I'm gonna be today. And if you do that, guys, you're gonna see a lot of those obstacles that you got in front of you are really just pieces of cardboard that God's ready to knock over for you if you just stretch out your faith. That's my message for you today. Wow, woo, that was See, great. I've been off for two weeks and so I've got all this built up inside like, of me. go, go, go. <laughs> That was so good. Thank you. I love when you shared that with me uh, and the connecting the dots with the Israelites um, because there's a lot of sermons that have been preached about, about that topic, but never with that connection in mind, that, at least that I've well, it's, ever heard. And it's that, it's, it's, you know, it's not just our organization either or the organization of our, our schedules that we're talking about in the marriage. But when, no. you, when you get married, you find that there are a lot of people, for example, in your family members who are happy for you but on the other hand, they're kind of, they're kind of sad. They have heavy spirits that you're leaving or whatever, or that things are changing. And, and that can kind of try to, to drag you down. And, and just, you know, this past week, 
you know, my mother fell off a horse and someone else I know is very sick and some things were happening. And you see all these obstacles and you're saying, God, this is supposed to be a happy time. What is happening? Okay, well, this is what is happening is you've been brought up to the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army is following but now is not the time to now is not the time to panic. It's a time to double down on God. Amen. Amen. This is the man I'm marrying. Woohoo! Mm -hmm. Lucky me. I'm blessed. And you know, actually, I think this is going to be probably our last episode. Our last episode before we're married. Before we're married. So yeah, after this, the next time you see us, we'll be a married couple. Yes, we'll be experts in marriage. <laughs> I know. We did this like 30 episode relationship series. People are like, but you guys aren't married yet? Yeah. What the heck? I think one time somebody thought we were married. Um, they just joined the show and they're like, we did it virtually. And they said, why is Kristen in a different location than her husband? You, we, we were virtually yeah, we're just, we're separated. Though. No. But you know what? It's so good. I love that because I love that, you know, we think in our heads sometimes, okay, God, I just need this from you and then I won't bother you anymore. This is not the way Christianity works. We think, God, I really need this. Just grant this desire, then I'll leave you alone. And it's not the way it works. God wants you to know we always have need for God and he'll always put something. He'll give you the miracle, but in the miracle, he'll always give you something to help you grow and he'll always give you something so that you always need him. You'll, he'll always, there's always something to praise God for, I like to say, and there's always something, a reason that you need God. And of course, the most obvious reason um, is that we can't do anything without him. I don't know why we think sometimes that we're so independent, but even in that situation of our marriage, this beautiful, amazing thing that we prayed for, but we always need God and we need God every step of the way, yeah. every single day. We need to, we have a great, amazing, praise God relationship and we'll always have an amazing marriage but the, every single day we have to come to him in prayer to make that work and it's yeah. always we always have need for him have you known people like that where it's like they pray themselves out of a situation like i was mentioning with my job and my job I, you know i was making no money i was not being treated fairly it was just a horrible situation i prayed for years for god to get me out of there and finally my boss is like you gotta go and I was like, oh no, it was like the lowest point of my life. Or I, like these women I see, I was just mentioning yeah. briefly who were in these horrible marriages, horrible relationships, they're brought out of it. Okay. And then they're like, well, they want to go back to that person because at least they weren't alone. I mean, have you seen that? Absolutely. And I also think that sometimes a comfort zone that you think of, you right. know, uh, uh, whether it's negativity, you and I were just talking about being so the importance of being positive, negativity or depression or whatever it is. And it's the enemy has people so there's lot, you know, he lies to them and they say they want to get out of it. They want to get out of their sickness or their depression or the, this, but when they're tried, there's God tries to force out of that. It's like, no, no, no I want to go back to my comfort zone. I was happy in my misery. Sometimes people are, yeah. you know, kind of, which it, it's just an interesting thing. That's why God can change our mindsets, but it's really important to keep that yeah. at the forefront. Great job, baby. Great, Great job. job with you. All right, babe, why don't you pray over everybody real quick? Oh, oh yeah. I can't forget that. It's important. That's well, <laughs> called Jordan and Kristen pray for you, not, not to... preach at you. This don't forget when we started this, like I wasn't giving messages at all, and this just is sort of was like an afterthought. Oh, no, and you have such a gifting with oh, all that thank you. stuff. Oh Lord, thank you. I wanna thank you. Um I just wanna praise you and thank you that we are a week away from being married and I wanna publicly on this forum. Just thank you, Lord, uh, that it, this is a miracle romance. And I want to encourage anyone 
who, whether it's you're waiting for that right person or whether it's another situation of something um, that you've been waiting for a long time, I wanna encourage you that let, let our example be for you something that will fuel your faith, something you can hold on to. Cause I know that helped me a lot when I was waiting for Jordan. I, I just needed a little bit of push with my faith to push me over the edge. God sees your heart, God sees your faith and he's answering your prayer. And even, and his delay is not his de denial. He has made everything beautiful in his time. So I just wanna encourage you today. And Lord, we just thank you. I thank you for this beautiful marriage. And I thank you how this ministry, all the people on here who blessed us so mm -hmm. much, I, I pray that you bless them, continue to bless them and bless their ministries, God. And we just ask for more increase in every single way for their lives, for this ministry, for our marriage, for all these marriages that are represented and future marriages. And um, God, I just praise you. I praise you for what has been, but I praise you for what is to be and what I praise yep. you for the right now, God. Yep. I thank you, Lord, that you are the God who was and is and is to come. I thank you that nothing takes you by surprise. I thank you that you've got it all figured out and you want we are your child we are your beloved and you want to say don't carry it if you've been carrying the weight of something if you've been trying to figure it out god's like i've got you that's my job you don't have to worry about it i have it figured out you're trying to figure something out that god has already figured out just let him carry you just enjoy just receive him and enjoy the life he has for you god help us to receive you and to enjoy every single day in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Good job. How many prayer requests do we have? Uh, 11. One of the things is when we get married finally and we're doing these um, from our, our home, we can do them live again and then yeah. you know, we can be doing the, the live prayer requests. But okay, yes. you want to just read through? Uh, sure, absolutely. You well, want to do the first half? I'll do the second half? Yeah, you want to? I'll do the first half. Okay. Hovita says, pray for my family. Selvin says, pray, prayers for our island community. Yugena says, please pray for the church that I will handle now in Genton City, Philippines. God bless you both. Nyack um, asked for prayer for his or her singing ministry. And then Samina and Mara Warita both asked for prayers for the family. So for God, uh, for Jovita, Samina and Mara Warita who are praying for their family, God, we know you love the family. We're so thankful for these people who stepped out in faith to write to total strangers yeah. asking for prayer. God, your word says where any two are gathered, you are also. Yes. We ask, Father God, that you honor our prayer and you please bless the families of Hovita, Samina, and Marawarita. Bless them with long life, health, prosperity, and bless them with just great relationships with one another. We thank you for Selvin. We pray for Selvin and his, his or her entire island community that they are safe. We pray for Gena and in particular the church that he's, I guess, starting or, or in charge of now in the Philippines. We have lots of people who write to us from the Philippines. We yeah. thank you for the Filipino people, God. And we also pray for Nayak's singing ministry. We pray this person's voice glorifies you and is heard throughout the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For El Ellen, pray to ask for prayer for the Philippines. Absolutely. Now God is moving in amazing ways there. Daisy says, Pray for the three of us, Arthur, Elisa, Vernon, and um, I, I guess more than three because she, then she says herself, Daisy, and um, and Think, um, and a couple other people. She says the enemy is always around us and, 
and thinks bad for us. Well, in Jesus' name, I just want to address that, that you, the Lord is above the enemy. There's nothing, the, the enemy is going to try to tell you that you can't get out of the mindset of the situation, but the God of peace will sa crush Satan under your feet. But you need to get into prayer, you need to get into the word, and you need to stand firm, and you need to praise him, and you need to praise him. And we will pray because it is a spiritual battle, but you, you can, you, God has equipped you with everything you need to overcome. He's made you an overcomer. We're more than conquerors, that great verse about more than conquerors. Juanita, um, says she's, who's a regular listener, says she's in so much pain in her back. Um, and she's also said, sent a really nice messages about our wedding. And I appreciate that Juanita. Um, even asking where she could send a gift. That's so, so sweet. Nalini asked for prayers and Noah also asked for prayers. Well, in Jesus name, we pray for the Philippines, Lord. We pray that your spirit would just move on that whole, whole nation, God, that your fire, Lord, I just picture the lights going on in every single city. I pray for revival. I pray for desperation for you. I pray for hunger for you. And while we're at it, every nation, um, for people just to, to, just to come to know you, for souls to be saved and lives to be changed. For Daisy and her family, God, I pray against the attacks of the enemy. I pray just like that story where the eagle doesn't fight the snake on his own battlefield, on, his, on the comfort zone of the snake, but takes the snake into the air and, and kills a snake that way. I pray that Daisy and her family would give everything to you and let you fight the battles, Lord. It may look like she's surrounded, but you are surrounding her, God. And so I pray for her and I pray for her whole family, God. And I pray you break any bondages and any spirits. And I pray that you give them the eyes to see what those things are that they need to, to break down um, the strongholds that they need to break down and, and the comfort they need. For Juanita, I pray for her back in Jesus' name. We pray for total healing, for it to line up with the will of God and all other health um, problems and anybody who has a back issue in the mighty name of Jesus. Nalini and Noah, I pray for, they just ask for prayers. I pray for their lives to be restored and Lord, for you to give them beauty for ashes and to give them and fulfill all the desires of their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome job, awesome job. You want me to do the call of salvation? Do it. All right, Absolutely. guys, so listen, thanks for joining us real quick. I just wanna uh, have the honor here of the most important part of the service, and that is if you want to be a Christian, if you want to know Jesus as your personal savior so that, so that you can have not just an afterlife, that's great, but you can have your best life now. God wants you to have life and life abundantly. Doesn't mean you won't have any problems. It means God, will carry you through those problems. You'll have victories over those problems. The Bible says, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all, okay? If if that's the kind of life you want, if that's the kind of life you want, that kind of deliverance, that kind of that kind of overcoming power, not just for yourself, but that so you can help other people overcome, so you can have your best life and they can have their best life. Yes. It's very simple. All you have to do is accept Christ into your heart and all you have to do to do that is repeat after me and mean it, okay? It just goes like this. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins, come into my heart, I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And if you said that prayer, congratulations. You got yourself a, a ticket to a, a eternal life. And not just that, but you got you have right now the same spirit living in you that actually raised Christ from the dead, and that is an overcoming spirit. I'm, not, I, I'm about to do a new message. I'm not gonna do that because we gotta wrap the show up. But you have to understand that you right now, 
what's coming to you is a spirit of victory, a spirit of, of oneness with God, a spirit of life and life abundantly. So congratulations. We encourage you to get into a good Bible-believing church and uh, just start doing daily devotionals. If you want, go on, to the, go on to your iPhones or whatever you have. We like I like the Through the Word app. It's just a great way to spend five or 10 minutes a day with someone else kind of teaching you what's in the Bible and it breaks into different subjects. You know, I, I was never really good at just opening up the Bible and reading it. I love where it just breaks into subjects. Like, you, you know, you want to do 30 devotionals on leadership or 30 devotionals on mm. prosperity, whatever. Uh, that's why I like the Through the Word app and I really encourage you to do that. Oh, you are awesome. You're always awesome, but you are just on fire. I'm so proud Thank of you. you. Awesome. Yeah, so the next time you will see us, most likely, we will be married. That looks like I mean, we will I be married. Will I be promise married. it's going to happen. I just, I'm saying, depending most on what likely. you Most likely. Oh, no. <laughs> when I we do another those episode. Words. No, when we, I just didn't know if we were going to do another. I'm leaving it open in case we get a chance to do another episode this week. But in seven days, we certainly, in seven days from now, taping this episode, we will be married. Absolutely. That will happen. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you after that. Yeah. Have a great time. Uh, in the meantime, uh, have a great time. I don't know. Like, I'm going to come to my wedding with me. No. Um, <laughs> we'll see you later, guys. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. You guys say goodbye. Oh, bye. Like, we've never done this. 160 episodes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.